This episode of Family Trips is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Hi, Bashi. Hi, Sufi. Well, mom and dad visited this weekend. Oh, yeah. Can I just tell you? Exceptional work. Oh, yeah? I feel as though maybe some of our notes about their visits have been getting through to them via the podcast. Uh-huh. How so? Like, what specifically? Anything specific? Nothing spilled. Oh. Dry as a bone. That's what I would call the floors of our home <laughs> after mom and dad left. Dry as a bone. Also, they brought an A-plus toy for the boys. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. I don't know what the name of it is, and I apologize to the manufacturers, because I'm sure they're listening, and I'm sure they're going to say that's one of ours. It's basically just plastic tubes with a air machine that shoots air, and you feed balls into the machine, and they shoot them through the tubes. But you can make loop-de-loops, and it's great. Oh, that's awesome. I used to love, I remember we had a toy, some Christmas I got this toy that was like, you built your own roller coaster, and then you drop a marble in it, and you'd sort of... Yes, it's very much that. And weirdly, they have a marble toy, and then because of that, the boys keep calling these things marbles, even though they're clearly balls, and it's driving me crazy because they call them marbles. Also, there's 20 of these little foam balls. And let me tell you, if there's something my wife likes, it's toys with a lot of different pieces. (laughs) She likes when they can roll and get underneath stuff and stay there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure this toy, whatever it's called sells new packs of balls. And they would be yeah. delighted to have your money. I mean, I actually think 20 was a little over the top. I think five yeah. would have been the right amount of balls. But anyway, it was a really good weekend. Like I said, they did fantastic work. I will also say they listened to a couple family trips on the way out. Uh-huh. Mom and dad yeah. love the podcast. You know that, yeah, right? Big fans. They're big, big fans, fans and they're big, uh, they're great guests. They're great guests and... um because they're such great guests, I think that sometimes they're a little unkind to our other guests. Oh. I'm not going to name names, but they gave one of them a B plus and another one a D minus. <laughs> I can't wait to find out who. Yeah. I'm not going to name names now, but I thought no. that was a little unfair. Yeah. What, it was a D, D minus? D minus. Wow. I was taken aback. I mean, again, that's with the great inflation of you and I, it being our podcast. Yeah. It's almost more of an insult to give someone a D minus than an F. It's almost the only reason they give them an F is because that person gave an hour to their sons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Also, uh, you we've talked about, you know, this was, we are a gateway drug to dad and other podcasts. Oh, uh, is he listening to more pods? Yeah, because this he'd never listened to podcasts before this podcast. And then he reached out to you and asked you to name other podcasts. Yeah, I told him a couple off the top of my head. And then he was like, put them in an email. Yeah, Larry Myers doesn't get a pen. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll Google what are some great podcasts out there. I've made some good recommendations. I hope they're, I hope they're listening. Yeah. He would like, if there's anyone out here, he would like you to know that the New York Times does one called The Daily. <laughs> he wants to hip everybody to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He likes it. And then he said he was listening to one. Of ours or a different one? A different podcast. And again, not going to okay. name names. And he said, you know, I like that one. And then I, I thought it got a little repetitive. And I said, you know, I sometimes, you know, I worry because we're about family trips. Do you ever find that this podcast gets repetitive? And he said it doesn't. He, but he feels it's very important to stay focused on the trips. Oh, yeah. And then I said, you know, we are trying to do that. But at the same time, Josh has come to the conclusion that maybe he was a little bit of a topic scold. Yeah. I feel like you've loosened up a little bit. To a degree. I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's still inside me. It's still a simmering. Yeah. I'm a simmering ball of let's get back to what we're. Let's get back to the trips, as you like yeah. to say. Yeah. Give me them trips. Give me them trips. If we do start. Selling sweatshirts and stuff. I feel like boilerplate, you want a family trips one. Uh-huh. And then maybe a, a different one, if you were looking for sort of a more niche sweatshirt, would be uh, maybe your face with a voice bubble saying, let's get back to the trips. Yeah. And then there'd be a, there'd be like a Seth version of that. And that's a, a picture of Lorne Michaels at a house in St. Bart's. Yeah. <laughs> and Tell and that it, story again. 
it would be me. <laughs> Everyone loves talking about Lauren Michaels and St. Bart's. It would be like one of the thought bubbles of just Lauren at St. Bart's. And then my voice bubble would be me saying, wait, what were you guys talking about? <laughs> I'd lost the topic because I would just be thinking about Lauren on his nice vacation. <laughs> Yeah, but really, uh, really good work, mom and dad. Oh, also, we went bowling. Oh, yeah. The boys got invited to a bowling birthday party, which is great. So I got to bring Ash and Axel and mom and dad. Perfect. Yeah. Mom has been in bowling leagues. Yes. But here's the problem. Mom has been in a candle pin bowling league. Now, yeah. for those of you who have not spent any time in New England, candle pin bowling, they're very small. Think of a very heavy softball. Would that be about right? Yeah, that feels right. And smaller pins. And so again, no holes. You've got a ball in your hand, you roll it. There's no uh, holes for your fingers. Now, again, I get that candle pin bowling is the bowling she grew up on. But everything about this bowling alley, which is how bowling looks in every TV show and movie you've ever seen. Yeah. From Happy Days to Big Lebowski. There's been bowling balls as a whole. She walked in and was just like, huh, what, <laughs> Like, just everything about it was. <laughs> and I'm just, come on. Right. And also, I feel like the important thing to teach children is when something is new, you want to just be uh, shocked out of your mind. <laughs> also, uh, she put her, <laughs> so she puts her three fingers on. First roll breaks three fingernails. This is funny. She, I spoke to her earlier. She said she broke four. Yeah, I think but she, there's yeah. only three. There's only three holes. So yeah, I'm wondering if she was trying to cycle in a different finger at some point. <laughs> I showed you a photo first round, mm -hmm. and again, this is hard to do in bowling. Yeah, she got 25 points. <laughs> I mean, that's a low bowling score. Yeah, it's really hard to do that to get that low. And then Axel granted bumpers up for Axel, but again, he's five. He got like a 98. Yeah. So 25 is tough. She got better the second round. Oh, that's good. I heard dad suggested she use bumpers, and she was insulted by that. Yeah, she was insulted by that. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, again, she's insulted by anything that begins with dad said. <laughs> <laughs> she also kept saying, um, it's not my game. And it's just really funny that anybody would think it would be her game. Yeah. But it was great. And uh, there was a nice bar on site. Oh, that always that always does well. Yeah. Middle of a Saturday afternoon, you know, to be uh, having a couple cold ones, bowling with the kids. Yeah. And if you're having a bad round of bowling, a nice stiff cocktail might be just what you need to get you back on track. Axel bowled so slow that he would roll the ball and then totally lie on his back with his hands behind, interlocked behind his head and sort of lift his head up to watch it. Like he was catching some rays? Catching some rays and maybe watching a dog catch a frisbee down a beach. <laughs> <laughs> but a real solid weekend. And again, you know, top to bottom, can't say enough about their visit. Great. It was just great. And it's great to see him yeah. and it's great to have him around the kids. They got very quality time with, the, with all three. So it was, it was outstanding. Awesome. And now... Speaking about outstanding, our friend uh, Rachel Bilson joins the pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she was a lot of fun to talk to. And I think you're going to enjoy listening to her. But first, who do you think we should listen to? Knowing Rachel as you know her now, who would you recommend as the singer-songwriter to lead us into that conversation? Probably that, the, the dude from Wilco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Tweedy. Oh, yeah, Jeff Tweedy. Perfect. Yeah. Give a listen. Hi, Rachel. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, my God. I almost wore a very similar hat to you, Rachel, and I wish I had. I thought you were going to say sweater, and yeah. then we really would have been twins. That would have been cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seth doesn't really do the deep V that often, but when he does, yeah. <laughs> it is uh, worth it, it. Yeah. It turns deep heads. Deep V is a strong choice all across the board. <laughs> I agree. We always like it when we get to talk to a fellow podcast host. Oh. You've been in the game for a while. Yeah, but you put the pressure on me, and now I'm like, I'm just going to really let you down. <laughs> no. No, I have a question, though. A genuine question. Do you feel yes. more relaxed 
when you're about to be a guest on a podcast or when you're about to host your own podcast? Hmm. I think relaxed when you're a guest because you're like, okay, you guys have to do the hard work. I agree. <laughs> yeah. We and have I to can drive. Just sit here. Yeah, you yeah. have to drive the car, you know? Yeah. I had a lovely time doing your podcast, Broad Ideas, with your dear friend, Olivia. Yes. Thank you. We loved having you on. It was a really fun conversation. <laughs> it was a very fun conversation. I feel like it touched on a lot of things I haven't talked about, which is always nice. But I want to say Broad Ideas is a really good name for a podcast. Which one of you came up with it? And did you know when you came up with it that it was A+. That it was A+. I mean, I think we're still working on that. I forget. We're, we're a big fan of puns, you know, or... yeah other meanings, whatever. What's the word for like words that have, there's like a fancy word for it. Yeah. Uh, we'll just yeah. do puns. Sim- similes, homonyms. Oh boy. <laughs> I just figured you'd come up with something <laughs> that sounded really good. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we were just toying around with things and we liked the double meaning behind it. It's a good one. If there was a gentleman at a restaurant and came over to like you and you were with a couple of your gal pals and he was like, hey, could I buy you broads a drink? W- would you appreciate that? Maybe more so because of the podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking without the podcast, like how does that come across? Because <laughs> not yeah. well, I don't think. And you're like a speakeasy, and you're like, yeah. listen, broads, let me get you a mint yeah. tulip, and a, you know, and like and a speakeasy yeah. might be the only place I'd be comfortable saying broads. Yeah, and even right? then, I would be on eggshells <laughs> uh, on the approach. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a really, you know, it's a tough environment for any language. So I think yeah. speaking to a lady, yeah. what is the correct way? Yeah. I don't know. I think we can bring broads back. I think we should try. It's a safe one. Yeah. I think it's a safe one. Well, I do think there's a whole generation of younger gentlemen who perhaps watched Broad City, perhaps Uh hip to your podcast, and they might think, you know what? This word has been positively reclaimed by female creators, and I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to start saying it with the respect that it deserves. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's and it's underused, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is underused. Yeah. Now, you grew up in Los Angeles. I did. Uh, you were a showbiz family. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like because of that when you talk to other people who are non-showbiz, yeah. do you feel like their upbringing was completely different from yours or do you feel like you also kind of got a classic upbringing? I think there's a combination. And it's actually funny that you say this because it also will eventually as we get to talking family trips it kind of goes hand in hand with a certain trip and I'll get there. I think I had a mixture of both. My parents were very like, you're going to be a kid. You're going to do the kid thing. When you get old enough and decide if you want to do this, fine. But then there were also like the things like my dad making projects and and then I'm going to different locations while he's filming and I'm on sets. And so I think that is probably not the norm. Yes. (laughs) You know, like knowing what craft service is at like three years old, probably not common. Also awesome, though, because yeah, the snacks. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, it was definitely a mixture. But I, I for sure did the school thing, did the get in trouble thing, experiment thing, and then decided, you know what? Maybe I want to act. But that was like after high school. Gotcha. So yeah. it's so funny that craft service thing, <laughs> because even when my, the few times my boys have come to the show, we just, in that way that I think, well, maybe that's not true. I was going to put it on show business, but I think a lot of offices have just jars of candy for adults yeah. to eat during the day, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Nobody is more productive. <laughs> yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, like when you're working on something, like there will be a meal and there's like a proper meal and there's time carved out for it. But in between those meals, there is a station. Sometimes it's a cart. Sometimes it's a truck. Sometimes it's a corner of a studio where there is truly like you you could make every meal there, but there's every kind of candy imaginable yeah, and snack chip. and chip. And it is it is so hard to not just eat all day. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine like if you were seeing those as a three-year-old, it mm. must have blown your mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. It still does. I'm like, I have a real thing for Flaming Hot Cheetos. And mm, let me tell yeah. you. The abundance of flaming hot on these tables. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> yeah. Do you put a glove on when you eat them? Like if you're oh working. God. It's a whole thing. I know. Yeah. It's because, everywhere. Because like wardrobe or makeup would just be terrified. Yeah, they don't you love me. flaming hot <laughs> Cheetos. Yeah. They do not love me on set. Yeah. It seems like there should be a little bit more craft services should work in concert with the wardrobe department, the makeup department, and not have 
even the option of flaming hot dustings. I may revolt, but yeah, you're not <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. True. You'd yeah. walk right off set. That was what a lot of the SAG strike was about. That <laughs> that was that was the main thing. <laughs> I don't know if they, they they solved it either. No, I think they did. I they they, they still have flaming hots. Yeah, <laughs> I um went off to do my first movie, and I remember coming back to the OC at the time that I was on, and the craft service was so monumentally like, let me make you a smoothie and like fancy, right? And I remember coming back to the OC and going to like our crafty guys, and I was like, you guys, can you make me a smoothie? And they were like. <laughs> Um, fuck no. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm shocked because that is sort of heyday network television. OC's a hit. I would have guessed a Fox show like that would have had over the moon craft service, but you, the movie was better. Listen, I'm not shitting on our craft service people. They were amazing. They were so nice. So many sandwiches. <laughs> I just remember being like, I was made a smoothie. And it was like yeah, the greatest thing that's go. ever happened to me. And, you know. <laughs> But they were great. I've had very good craft service experiences across the board, you guys. Yeah, I can't let it complain. be known. Yeah, let, let it, it be, be known. known. From flaming hots to smoothies. Yeah, you've done it all. You've done <laughs> it all. your career has spread that the breath of craft services <laughs> options. <laughs> that is how I look at my career and reflect. It's all through the craft service experiences <laughs> on every set. <laughs> is it correct that you have two sets of half siblings? <laughs> When you put it that way, yes. I So okay. I grew up with my brother. Like, my brother's my brother, even though biologically we have different fathers. And then okay, I gotcha. have two very much younger half-sisters. They're Got 22 and 16. So, and my brother's older. Oh, gotcha. So you and your half-brother are close in age. Yes. We're four years apart, but we grew up, okay, gotcha. you know, same household together. So that's a regular sibling. There you go. Yes. He's a reg. And when you guys grew up, was that then the four of you were going on trips together? Yes. My parents were together till I was nine. So for those nine years, it was the four of us doing the family vacations. And the one, because I, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, God, I have to like go down that hole of <laughs> trips and things. And there's one like really big one. It was like a road trip in one of those VW buses you know, with like the pop-up bunk bed that my brother and I had to share. And we were on our way to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So we did this whole road trip. As a family, there's pictures. I refused to wear a shirt when I was five. I was five. So all my pictures are I'm in a skirt and desert boots, and that's it. Oh, uh, great. A flasher. I don't know. I, you know. A look. Clearly, it, it paved the way for my career. It was like Joshua Tree chic before Joshua Tree chic was a thing. Oh, I yeah. burning manned it up before burning yeah. man was a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At five years old. <laughs> um, so what's funny is so we do this whole trip and it's so memorable. It was so much fun just being in this camper van and just really, and it was brown with like orange and yellow stripes, like super seventies, you know, flannel plaid everywhere. But the funniest thing is we were on the road to go to Jackson Hole because my dad was shooting a movie. So he wrote and directed this movie called The Wrong Guys, okay? And the people in it were Louis Anderson, Richard Lewis, Richard Belzer, John Goodman. Okay, it was like, you know, comedian, heaven, actor, heaven, Ernie Hudson. There were so many people in this movie. And what I remember, I remember we had a condo in Jackson Hole and it was over the summer and I turned six. It was my birthday. And my birthday party was literally me, Richard Lewis, Richard Belzer, <laughs> Louis Anderson. These were the guests at my sixth birthday party. <laughs> so like when you were saying like, you know, grew up in showbiz, whatever. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, oh my God, those were like the people I celebrated my sixth birthday with. Like they would have got party favors. Like those were my friends. <laughs> yeah, were you guys playing like pin the tail on the donkey? Did you have like were there games? I want to say would... yes, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like, no. Yeah. I remember there were M and M's. Like these uh -huh. are the things in my mind. There was a bowl sure. of M and M's and Richard Lewis. So I mean, you know, it's really funny because in a way you think about oh, a really connected showbiz family. You hear the stories. You know, they got Taylor Swift to come to their daughter's bat mitzvah. Like no six year old was ever. I want Belzer. <laughs> <laughs> I want Lewis. I want all the sort of mid-80s stand-ups. That's who I want. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of iconic, though, like, looking back, because I hadn't thought about that at all, you guys. And knowing I was going to talk to you, I was like, oh, my God. 
not many six-year-olds can say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's. A, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible list for a six-year-old birthday party. And I bet it was the <laughs> only, uh, not only was that the only film they all did together, that was the only uh, birthday party they ever all appeared at. <laughs> <laughs> Do you oh know if you God. have pictures from that party? Do you know? Is, I'm going to like, ask. I, there has yeah. to be. So, unless my parents were just assholes and didn't document my birthday, which <laughs> <Right>. is possible. <laughs> but yeah. the, the worst would be if there was tons of pictures, but it's just of the celebs yeah. and none of you. Right. It's none of me. <laughs> it's literally like my dad, just him and, you know, all the celebrities. <laughs> when you drove up there, did you camp along the way? Because you can't do Jackson Hole in yeah. a straight shot, I wouldn't think. Or do you go to a hotel? Or do you remember? Do you recall? We we stopped. We did Yellowstone, for sure. Okay. Yosemite. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. No, it was Yellowstone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, all... the, they're the Y ones. They're the Y ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely did that. There's pictures of that. So everything I can remember through photographs, and I can picture us in Yellowstone for sure. Um, so we definitely camped. You know, I feel like there may be a horse picture somewhere yeah. along the road. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give it up to your father because I feel like if you were about to direct a movie, it would be hard to be like, but right before we do it, I'm going to go into Yellowstone with my family for however many days you're there and uh, just forget myself. Yeah. I would have to imagine he did it like way far in advance, but it's okay. possible he didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that the whole time, Josh. I was thinking I'm so <laughs> impressed with the kind of father. If I have something coming a week away, I feel like I can't fully focus on being a parent. So I'm very <laughs> impressed with this. I'll have to ask him. Although when you, I kind of thought when you said a horse that it was maybe that you went horseback riding. But then when you said there's just a picture of the horse on the side of the road, maybe it was a little more slapdash than we're giving him credit. <laughs> maybe it was just a straight shot. And in my mind, I thought we did all these things. And yeah. he just yeah. like superimposed us in front of like geysers at Yellowstone and <laughs> yeah. all of that. He used, he used <laughs> the movie department. Like the many departments he he like, on the... Yes. Special effects, I need a favor. Years from now, <laughs> I want my daughter to look back and see that she went to Yellowstone when, in fact, we went nowhere near it. Yeah. Did you do a lot of travel that was based on your dad directing films on location? Yeah. So another trip we did, we went to Rome. He did this other movie. Oh, God. Zone Troopers. Okay. It was like... What's it called? Zone Troopers. Okay. The funniest thing is... This sounds so – I never talk about this stuff. And, like, when I say certain things, like, I feel like Quentin Tarantino – I don't know if you've heard of him. He mm, yes. was a big fan of this movie and has talked about it. So that's why people may have heard of it. And it's kind of like a sci-fi, World War II, like, weird – I've never seen it because I was three. But we did. We went to Rome, and we were there for, like, three months. And he was shooting that movie there. I'd have to look at the cast list. I feel like Tim Van Patten – that's a name. I'm going to look it up because I'm so excited about okay, this, you can the idea of this movie. Anyway, I and I was three and we lived in an apartment. And so, you know, it was a lot of Italian language, obviously. <laughs> sounds like a stupid comment. Uh, and there was a little boy I was friends with. And so everyone would refer to him. They'd be like, Louie, Louie, Louie. Well, I thought his name was Louie, but it turns out Louie means him in Italian. So the whole time I was just calling him him, my best friend, while we were in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, guys. As, I, as we're talking about all this, and I'm like thinking about all of it, I'm like, oh, this makes so much that I am the way that I am. <laughs> <laughs> all these experiences. I am currently looking. I went to the IMDb page for Zone Troopers, yeah. and a clip of the film starts playing, and I am desperate to watch this film. <laughs> Here's the tagline, Posh. In Italy during World War II, some American soldiers find an alien UFO. And I think that's all we need to know. Go that's check out Danny Bilson's right? Zone, Zone Troopers. Did he write and direct these, do you think? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he was like, I want to go to Jackson Hole, and I wanna, I'd want to? i like to go to Italy for a while? I mean, honestly, yeah. As you're saying it, of course, like these locations, clearly yeah. it seems like I'm only doing this so I can travel and live here for a little while. Because yeah. I mean, three months in Italy is like, is fantastic yeah. and and did your mother enjoy that did she like sort of being away so my mother is from italian descent oh so we oh, brought okay. my grandparents wow oh yeah it was a whole thing which was so sweet you know the whole troop got to go yeah and i remember the strollers like i have visions of like there was a red stroller and a blue stroller and tim thomerson yes he was in it in his Wife and his son, who I was also friends with, we both had these matching strollers, except one was blue and one was red. 
And I remember at first I was like adamant. I'm like, I need the red stroller. I was three. I was like, I need the red one. This is mine. Cut to halfway through the trip. I was like, give me that blue stroller. Like I threw, yeah, of the, course. I have, these are my memories. I remember throwing a fit at three years old because I, I now needed the blue one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like a little tyrant. And I'm like, how did I get away with that? I heard a story that craft services watched you have that. And they're like, <laughs> just mark my words, 20 years from now, she's going to want a smoothie. <laughs> she's going to be over here demanding a smoothie from us. She's going to demand that girl who's demanding the blue stroller 100%. So I have a question. Yes. Josh and I, every vacation I took uh, with our parents, I felt like they acted like people who were about to get divorced. They're still together. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, you know you were nine when your parents got divorced did you ever was it something that you ever saw do you feel like as a kid being young and because I feel like parents sometimes are the most stressed out on vacations <laughs> yeah and being a parent now we can relate yes. to that right of course. it's always like ah <laughs> yes my wife just went on a trip and left me at home with the kids and it's the least I ever felt like we were gonna get divorced we're in two different places. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is amazing. This good for is her, great. By the She's way. having a good yeah. time. I'm like managing. <laughs> Barely managing. Yeah. You know what's so funny is I don't remember my parents being stressed. My biggest memory is like my dad loved to always like take pictures of my mom's butt. Like okay. I have so many memories of like he thought it was hilarious, <laughs> always filming her walking. And there's like so many pictures in our family photos of my mom's butt. <laughs> And like though more than the kids. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it was the opposite, but that's probably more telling because they divorced a few years later. So yeah. the fighting probably right. is a better sign than what I had. I do feel like maybe at one point during a fight, your mom yelled, I'm more than just a butt. That. <laughs> she still does. <laughs> she still does. Yes. I'm a whole person. Yes. <laughs> did your mother's parents, your grandparents, did they live close to you in L.A.? Were they? No, they're from okay. Philly. So my mom's from Philly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but I was still so close to them. We saw them a lot. We did a lot of trips with them as well. And my cousins and my aunt and my uncle, they all live in Tennessee. So like we would all try to like come together either East Coast, West Coast. I remember doing a big trip to Georgia. I feel like we drove from Tennessee to Georgia and we went to like this place called Callaway Gardens. I don't even know if it still exists. It was like some, this is a really weird, it sounds like a weird choice. Mm, I don't know. I mean, it sounds lovely so far, but keep going <laughs> on Callaway Gardens. Callaway Gardens. And I remember my grandparents being there and we. I remember us going to this restaurant called the Gingerbread House. And we're like, oh my God, that's so cute. Let's go eat there. This is my memory of this trip. And we all still talk about it. It was the worst food you've ever eaten in your life. It was <laughs> yeah. horrific. And my, my, we called her mom, mom, my grandmother. She ordered the club sandwich and she was delighted. She had the best sandwich she's ever had. And she said, you guys, whenever in doubt, order a club sandwich. Oh, that's a good life that's lesson. Good advice. I don't think that's wrong. I don't think that's wrong. I know. Although I'm like, well, the meat is a questionable, you know, because it's not, a, yeah. you, you never know. But that's what she got. And it was great. And we all go by that. Yeah. Mamon? Wait, what would you? Mamon. Mamon and Pop Pop were my grandparents. That's good. All right. Our mother had a Pop Pop and a Nani Aww. for her grandparents. Yeah. Aww. When my first was born, I asked my parents what they wanted to be called. Hey, do you remember what mom wanted? More, more. More, more. Which is the Swedish sort of grandma. And my mother certainly has some Swedish heritage, but yeah. it, we've never flexed on it at all. And she was going <laughs> to flex so hard. And it was a term that none of us had ever heard. It yeah. wasn't like we remembered like, oh, remember that movie, My Life as a Dog, that was so important to us. Like there was no <laughs> connection. She was just like, I think more, more. more, more. And it was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. And we shot it right down. I said, I'm not, re I'm not learning a thing I've never said. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. <laughs> Wait, so what do they call your parents? Well, what did dad want to be called also? Oh, and my dad wanted to be called Cisco. <laughs> what? Like the Just thong song? <laughs> oh, that would be great if it was for the thong song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, much like your dad, he's pretty pro butts. And <laughs> <laughs> it was from the Cisco Kid, which was an old Western oh, show. Oh, yeah, sure. And he just thought, oh, it'd be funny. He thought it'd be funny. So my parents, I was like, what do you guys want to be called? And they were like, more, more in Cisco. I'm like, you are officially out of this conversation. It will not be up to you. More, more in Cisco is pretty epic. It would be really funny if they called Cisco. But my son couldn't say uh, grandparents. 
And so he his, he said pankas for grandparents. And so we loved pankas and it was, you know, he came to it organically. So we just call them collectively the pankas. They're just so called like, the pankas? Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, the pankas are coming this weekend and they get really excited that the pankas are coming. But when they're addressing them, like if they want, you know, your mom to hand them something, it's like, hey, the panka, can I have that juice? It's panka Yeri, which is my dad, who's a Larry, and panka Hurry, which is my mom, who's a Hillary. So panka Hurry. That and is the cutest thing I've ever heard. It's pretty good. And by the way, so much better than you guys know more and more in Cisco. <laughs> oh more more Cisco. I can't. It's yeah. like your dad living out his lifelong dream of like being in a Western yeah. or something. Yeah, That's exactly. Waiting until he's like a seventy-plus-year-old man. He's like, I'm the Cisco kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so amazing, though. We also very very strangely we used to call our dad Daddy Boy, um, and still yeah. kind of do. Um, it, yeah. Or D or D Boy. Okay. When Dad was pushing Cisco, I was walking up the street in Los Angeles and someone had spray painted on the sidewalk who is Cisco D-Boy and I was like what, what? like these are you're like I know him I, it's my <laughs> yeah. father I can answer yeah <laughs> it's my dad very strange it? that is very I mean that's a sign yeah if I've ever heard one I think you should change it and I think it he should now be Cisco I'm just yeah. gonna throw that out there guys uh, Callaway Resort and Gardens is still a place in, in Pine is? Mountain Georgia it yeah, is in Georgia, right? And it says, it's like gardens. Uh, it's in Georgia, yeah. And it says on its website, it says we're we're known for our club sandwich and nothing else. <laughs> so, and nothing else. <laughs> Forget the flowers. It's all about the club. Yeah, the menu is now just club. I think they learned a lesson, and they're not even going to try anything else. <laughs> Mom, I'm told them. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a quick break and hear from some of our sponsors. This episode of Family Trips is brought to you by Nissan. Hey, Pashi, ever wonder? What's around that next corner? Uh, what happens if you push further? Seth, I know that's something you ask me every day. Sure do, because your answers are unsatisfactory to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nissan, on the other hand, gives us the answer, and that's why we're excited to partner with Nissan, because Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. You know, Sufi, we love celebrating family adventures on this podcast called Family Trips. So take a Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. With the 2024 Nissan Rogue, the class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. No need to connect your phone as Google Assistant. Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system on the 2024 Nissan Rogue. So thanks again to Nissan for sponsoring this episode of Family Trips. Now go find your next big adventure and enjoy the ride along the way. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. I'm a foodie to the core. Whether it's in the kitchen, trying out a new recipe, or end-of-the-year lists... I get so excited, Pashi. Yeah. When the New York Times prints best restaurants in the city, make a list, try to spend the rest of the year hitting them all. And now, with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card, I can earn four times points when you go out dining or order takeout and restaurant delivery. Plus, earn two times points when you shop for or order your groceries. Think of all the rewards you'll earn every time you make your favorite meals or dine out. The Altitude Go card also earns two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations, as well as on streaming services. It's going to be a lot of dining out for me, with mom and dad coming in town for the holidays. And it's going to be nice because the whole time I'm going to be acting like I'm just buying them dinner, I'm really going to be getting myself some points. And are you excited to bring mom and dad out to restaurants with the industrial flashlight they now bring to read the menu? <laughs> yeah. Go to usbank.com slash Altitude Go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Eat in or eat out with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash Altitude Go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated. Some restrictions may apply. So you had extended family in Tennessee. You said some aunts and uncles and cousins. And like, so how how big would you be when you were all together in terms of party size? My aunt and uncle have three kids and my first cousins who were all very close. Three cousins. And then my brother and I and my mom and my dad and then our grandparents. So 
I mean, I can't do the math, but yeah, like, sounds like twelve ish, fifty. A, a gaggle, yeah, yes, I mean, it's a gaggle. It's a full yes. gaggle. Yeah, a little gaggle. And so, would all of you like go stay at the same hotel, Callaway Gardens, or wherever you were going, and sort of set up shop for a week or a long weekend? Uh, we did, yeah. Oh, wait. So every year we go to the same place where my family, my aunt and uncle, have a house. I won't say specifically where, but Jersey Shore. Okay, great. Oh, nice. Ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, not what you when you think of Jersey Shore, but you know. Yeah. And every year we go, and now we all have kids. So now it's turned into all of us. It's like an old Victorian house from the 1800s, and it's haunted, by the way. Oh. Oh yes. Okay. I stay in the haunted brass bedroom. More on that later. Please. Uh, and we all go every June. Um, and now that we have all our kids, it's literally so between us. Oh, here goes the math again. She has three. She has two. I have five. Okay. Six. And then the neighbors across the street who are like family. There's basically like 10 kids running around. Now my brother has a baby. So then we're adding another one this year. What's so cool is like they're never like watching TV. They're out in the street on their bikes, making up games, throwing the ball, chasing the lightning bugs. We're at the beach all day. You know, there's arcades. You walk the boardwalk, like all of it. And it is so special. And now my daughter, since we do it every year, it's become her tradition. She gets so excited because like right when school gets out, we kind of go there for like 10 days and we're all together. And it's so awesome. That's great. And what is the age range of that whole group of kids? So now we have our seven-month-old baby up into 15 years oh, old. that's so exciting. Because your daughter is sort of right in the middle. She's and that nine. just must be so exciting to have older cousins. Oh, yeah. Especially her older cousin who's 12, who's a girl, you know. So she wants yeah. to just fit in with that. Because the best friend across the street is like 13. And they're all, you know, she just wants to be a cool girl. And that was me. Is the 12-year-old cousin nice to her nine-year-old cousin? (laughs) I would say a few years ago, it was touchy. Yep. Mm -hmm. A little tough. But we've turned a corner. Last year was kind of turning a corner where her and her best friend across the street kind of brought Briar in to the trio. And so across the street neighbors, when I was a kid and we would go, my older cousin, who I always looked up to, it was her best friend across the street. And they would take me under their wings. And like we go to the parties that were happening, you know, they were taking me around. <laughs> it's so funny as a parent of a daughter now, and I have my uh, daughter Addie has an older cousin Agnes by a couple of years. And again, they're, you know, at this point, five and two. But I can just tell it's going to happen because it, mm-hmm. she already is clocked. I want to hang out with her. And I know at some <laughs> point I'm going to say, Agnes, you have to take Addie with you. And then two years later, I'm going to be like, you have to stop hanging out with Agnes. <laughs> like, I just know. Yes. That's yeah. exactly it. It goes like this. It's like a roller coaster, right? Up and down. And it's going to be both of those things for sure. That must be so nice to have a destination that your daughter looks forward to going to that you also like. Oh, my God. It's really just the coolest thing. Like, we already have all our tickets booked. You know, it's the one thing we all do together every year. And you can all be in that same house? Most of us. But now that yeah. my brother added a baby, they're getting their own place because they sure. have a baby and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we all make it work. And there's like a super scary attic that has a bunch of beds in it. Now we put all the kids up there. Uh-huh. Great. Because it's an old house. And so where the house is, there was like the biggest hotel. I want to say, no, don't quote me on it. But I feel like in the world at the time, Mount Vernon Hotel, and it burnt down. And there were people that died in the fire that perished in the fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced that there's a little girl ghost in the room that my daughter and I sleep in. We call it the brass bedroom, which is fitting. Wow. Have you both seen the ghost? I don't let her in on this information because I don't okay. think it would sit well. She's okay. sensitive. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's just a feeling. Like, I just okay. think yeah. she's there with us. But you haven't heard anything or seen anything. It's more of a sense. People have heard and seen things in the attic. Okay. Where you put all the kids. Where we put all the kids. (laughs) (laughs) We've heard murderous scenes. (laughs) The kids have heard, and again, I'm paraphrasing, uh, they've heard a child's voice say, I died in a fire and I live here now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And that's where we put all the children. (laughs) That's great. And so, see, a Victorian house uh, by a beach, this seems like a really nice vibe. Does it have like a... um, 
I feel like ramshackle has a negative connotation, but I think like a beach house, sometimes you want it to feel a little lived in, right? It's yes. not a it's not a fancy old house where you have to It's very lived in. Cozy. That's great. Cozy yeah, vibes. Cozy. Yeah. The stairs are the most the steepest stairs you've ever seen. I don't know why they built houses like this in the eighteen hundreds, yeah. you guys, but like it's like a ladder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Climbing up to the second story. It has all of that. They did add an addition years and years, like probably at least twenty years ago. Um, so there's some, there's like a newer part of the house and my uncle passed away a couple years ago. So we're sad that he can't be there with us anymore. Sure. But we all still go and he's buried, buried there. My grandparents are buried there. That's lovely. Yeah. And my grandparents used to vacation in this same town when they were kids and my pop-pop, his family had houses there and... We're so mad they didn't keep them because let me tell you, this was like prime beachfront, oh, yeah. massive Victorians. And we're like, why did you? <laughs> yeah. We could have owned the town, but you know, he, he did not pull the trigger on some houses. We spend the summer with my wife's family and the same thing's happening. Like my wife and, you know, she and I have kids and her friends that she used to spend the summers with have kids. And I just think she's in the, like the best time of her life, which is their parents are still around and getting to be grandparents. And then also there's this whole generation underneath them. And it is that thing of like having a thing your kids look forward to all year is so nice. It's so cool. It just, it's really nostalgic. And I feel like, especially today in this day and age with all the technology and the social media and like all the crap, right. That's out there and the school drama and whatever, but just to know you have that like really special time yeah, with your family for the kids and it's really old school. It's really classic. Like I said, till dark, they're out after dark playing these games they make up with the, you know, and Briar comes home with scars all over the, you know, because she's fallen. And <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. How do you do meals for that many people? Do people like, I'm doing tonight and like Aunt Betty's doing tomorrow? Like, it's. <laughs> we do, we do. So, like, cheesesteaks are, we're big cheesesteak fans. Mm-hmm. But there's a place called, um, I don't know if I should. Well, doesn't matter. No, you don't have to give away. Any, well, no, I'm like you know. I'm sure you feel the same. You're not going to be like giving away whatever where you go and what's there. But <laughs> my brother is obsessed. He says we always need the night of the soup lineup. Okay, so there's a place, a classic seafood place, where you can go to the takeout window, and it's it's like right on the water. You know, there's all the lobster and this and this. It's like there, ready to go fresh, and we'll do that. Like we'll do a pickup from there one night, and we do a soup lineup. We get all their soups. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and you know, and everyone has their samplings. And is there a soup that like no one takes any of? And it's like, why do we always get this one? Why do we get like the crab claw corn chowder? Yeah, for sure. There's always like, yeah, like I need the you know the spicy crab bisque, and all the kids are like, but why? And then I'll make a big pot of mac and cheese because the kids are like, I'm not eating that shit. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just like a, a smorgasbord of things, and like. I don't know, but it is when we all take turns or like I'll treat or there's like the most special little restaurant that the grownups, the parents, we're now the parents, <laughs> yes. get to go out to dinner and the grandparents stay with the kids and we right. go to this place and it's so special. Still like it was like cash only for so many years. It's just all these special little things. But my favorite is what we do and the, the kids still look forward to. We save our arcade cards across the street. There's like putt-putt. They all call it putt-putt. Out here, it's mini golf. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that is true. East Coast thing, maybe. Or we yes. were we were mini golf. That's true. You were mini golf. Yeah. Okay. Back when people were like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Uh, I always wanted to design mini golf courses. I wanted yeah. to be a mini golf course <laughs> designer for like a huge stretch. When people were like baseball player, astronaut, I was like, I want to design mini golf courses. I don't think that dream has to die. I feel yeah. like yeah. I don't know if there's like a real future in it. <sighs> so you putt putt, putt putt, and arcade are across the street from each other. So it's like we do putt-putt and then we go and go to the arcade and the kids. What's your game? Yeah. What's your game in the arcade? I'm a mean ski baller, I got to say. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. flick of the wrist. How mm-hmm. about you guys? Ski ball's good. Good game. Ski ball's good. It's good. I loved uh, Off-Road. I liked <laughs> that there's, uh, there's like four uh, steering wheels and you drive okay. around this. Uh, that I quite liked. And Rampage. Rampage I always liked as well. Rampage. Um, and Miss Pac-Man. Sure. Classic. See, I'm more about like getting the tickets because the kids are super competitive like with getting the tickets. So I'm like at that grab machine just to get the tickets. The claw machine. 
The yeah. claw machine. Yes. Yes. The claw machine is the worst thing that has ever been. I will <laughs> shout out to Toy Story, which made the claw machine a wonderful plot point. But the claw machine is a devastating. It's hopeless for the kids. But then we were recently at a trampoline park, and there was a claw machine to guarantee to win every time, and it was rubber oh, duckies. Yeah. Yes, and I know now well. I just feel like this is why um, this is why the next generation is going to be useless. The fact that they're getting guaranteed <laughs> winners at a club. They already get participata- uh, participation <laughs> awards for everything. Yeah. Participation. Participation. Yeah, by the way, if you at a spelling bee spelled it participation, they'd still give you an award. That's yeah. the problem I with did, kids. I'd advance to the next round. <laughs> You'd go to the next round for close enough. Yeah. <laughs> the rubber ducky of spelling bees. Yeah, I. it's true. They do have that. And part of me is like, oh, cool, because then my daughter like get – but. I agree with you. But I am, I do get competitive. Do you ever pool tickets? Is there sort of anything that you guys like collectively or like, we're going to get this radio? Absolutely not. They are all for them, every man for themselves. And what are they getting? (laughs) Like, what kinds of things do they want? Like, dumb little bracelets and dumb little toys, dumb little things that kids like? (laughs) Well, it's also like we have to travel back with all this crap, you know, because we don't live on the East Coast. And so my daughter's like, I want that big gumball machine. And I'm just like, We're not taking a gumball. (laughs) I understand. I will get you a gumball machine. (laughs) We're not traveling with that. But she'll, you know, stuffies. The amount of stuffies these kids have. Can we talk about this? Oh, my God. Also, let me tell you something. If you get a stuffy with skee-ball tickets, that is a badly made stuffy. (laughs) That is for sure coming apart in your dog's intestines. You are lucky if it comes apart in your dog's intestines and doesn't start a home fire. (laughs) <laughs> I know. They really are. Too many are stuffies. Too, too many, many stuffies. stuffies. I'll say stuffy is a word that's never sat well with me. Because we were. it was always stuffed animals. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know when stuffies started. Yeah. When now, did how do you switch? feel about stuff stuff? What do you feel about if If we're going to do putt-putt, can we do stuff stuff? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, because stuffed animals, there's many different creatures and things that are not necessarily animals that are stuffed. Yeah, I suppose. But I do prefer a stuffed animal. I had a night last night, and again, I don't want to keep flexing over the fact that I had like <laughs> three nights with my wife away, but got my boys asleep. They have bunk beds. And last night, my five-year-old called me in four times because he couldn't find different stuffed animals. <laughs> and that's the thing. He's adding to this roster, and if I keep hoping, oh, he'll get a new stuffy, and then one of them will fall off of importance. They all matter just as much. I thought much. you were going to say a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like, when, when we retire a stuffy, I push him off a cliff, and <laughs> I just say they're dead now. I it's feel like it's helpful. It. I want to I teach them about the circle of <laughs> life. Life lessons. <laughs> we had a lot of stuffed animals. We did. Yeah. But Axel was like, where's Commander? I'm like, I, you got to know where they are. You got to know where they are. And I'm like, what am I doing? Also, I'm oh. trying to like get him to go to bed. And then I'm like, the la- it's not helpful for the last thing to be me like threatening them. Like, if you don't know where they are, we're going to get rid of them. So that wasn't good. <laughs> I know. It always turns to that, though. I feel like there's always that minute, like those few minutes before, like you absolutely have to be asleep. Where it just gets like very horrifically scary or there's threats. And it's not the peaceful like lulling them to sleep as it should be. There's arguments. There's negotiations. Yes. It's all of it. Axel now wants you to scratch his back. Then he wants you to scratch individual letters that he has to guess. (laughs) And then he he goes, just three more, just two more, do a hard one. L is too easy. And then at one point, again, this is just trying to like get him to like peacefully fall asleep. And it always ends with me being like, we're out of letters. So that's, I can't do four more. We're out of letters. Letters have been pushed off a cliff. They're dead. (laughs) They're dead. X is dead. I think you should, you should blindfold him and play a game where he has to identify his stuffed animals. (laughs) By touch. By touch. So then that could maybe solve your middle of the night problem. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Look at you actually being helpful. This is, this is a new, I guess that must be your New Year's resolution, being helpful in the podcast. <laughs> helpful, helpful uncle. uncle. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a quick break and hear from some of our sponsors. We're sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything 
your products, content you create, and even your time. Hey, Bashi. Yes, Sufi. You know, one of these days, we're going to start selling our sweatshirts, our T-shirts, our hats, everything. Our merch. Our custom our merch. mugs, maybe even. Mm. And thanks to Squarespace, we can create a passive income stream that engages our audience and scales our brand. We can design products and production. Inventory and shipping are handled for us, saving time and money. You know, they've got so many professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. You're always talking about use cases. I'm always talking about use cases. I had no use for cases before Squarespace. And you can customize your look. You can update content. You can add features to fit your unique needs. Make your business a standout online with Squarespace on every device. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, head to squarespace.com slash trips to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash trips to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Support for family trips comes from Fidelity. If you're like me, you're not looking to work forever, so that means you need to start planning for retirement, which might seem daunting. But with Fidelity, it's easy to start planning for retirement. Fidelity helps you envision your future while focusing on both your short and long-term goals. Fidelity will help you look at your full financial picture and help you create a plan to save effectively. A plan that helps you balance risk and reward based on your comfort level. And once you have the actionable steps that will help you get to the future, you can stress less about it and enjoy more of life right now. It's what Fidelity calls the planning effect. And you can learn more about it at fidelity.com slash planning effect. Investment involves risk, including risk of loss. Advisory services provided by Fidelity Personal and Workplace Advisors, LLC, for a fee. Brokerage services by Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Family Trips is supported by 8Sleep. At this point, I'm sure you've heard of 8Sleep. Their buzzworthy mattress cover called The Pod can be added to your existing mattress to automatically cool down or warm up each side of your bed and in turn, improve your sleep quality dramatically. I'm a big fan of this thing, so if You put it on like a fitted sheet and then you put your other sheets on and then it just like, it's smart. It has these sensors that track your sleep and your health while you're sleeping. It changes the temperature over the course of the night, so you get better deep sleep, you get better REM sleep. I wake up to the toastiest, warmest bed. I don't even need to like set an alarm right now because I know when it gets warm, I'm ready to start my day. When I get into bed, it's the perfect temperature. Also, Mackenzie, my fiance, she's got a different temperature going on on her side of the bed. She's got a different thing. So we each get exactly what we need from our bed every night. Improve the way you sleep by using my link at 8sleep.com slash trips for $200 off plus free shipping on their high-tech pod three cover. That's 8sleep.com slash trips for a better, smarter sleep. I have a question about a uh, night of the soups, which I do feel like I want to just make a, a new yes. tradition. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I had a summer thing and I don't know if this has ever happened to you because obviously you have a, both a face and name that are recognizable. A couple summers ago, I had to go out and I went to a place I ordered and picked up like 20 burgers for my wife's whole family and walked in. It was me. It was my name. It was my face. And then I brought him back and I will say, the burgers uh, were overcooked. This is a fair <laughs> assessment of the burgers I got for the whole family. I do sometimes think maybe this was not a restaurant that is making 20 at a time. So okay. we maybe just, you know, it was fine. But again, we're all eating them. And everybody, uh, my wife's family, if they think food is overcooked, doesn't keep that close to the chest. That is uh, <laughs> that's something, that's, through. That's something <laughs> shared with the group. Anyway, we're all eating it. And I'm like, ah, fine, whatever. And then my mother-in-law comes out and goes, hey, I just want you to know, I called the restaurant and they said they're not going to charge us. And <gasps> I said, Joanne, I go, you cannot do that oh my on God. my behalf. Oh my and God. then she goes, I thought so. I thought it might have been a mistake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, I'm never going to this place again. You can't do that. Like, no. part of it is we just have to eat it. Oh That's fine. We eat it. Yeah. You eat it. You don't yeah. say anything. They made right. 20 burgers. They don't normally do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not their fault. Or next time you call and you're like, hey, they were a little overdone last time. Right. So if you could 
you know, Absolutely. just keep an eye on that. I don't think that. you I'd ever do that it. either. Yeah, no. I think, look, by the way, we go there all the time. It's a great restaurant. I, again, think it was just bad. But we can't be the people on my name no. to call. Sure can't. Do you st- have you gone back there since? I have gone back there. Okay. And let me just say. Everything's okay? Well, it's okay because I am now tipping. <laughs> like, you can't believe. Like, what I said, What just so you know, whatever you save me, it's going to be gone the next time I go. It's going to cost us thousands of dollars. <laughs> Absolutely. She has just yeah. driven it way up. So the other night, we I went out to dinner with friends that hadn't seen in a long time. There were five of us. And it's a place that, like, it's hard to get a table, you know. And we were lucky enough, like, they gave us a table. Like, they kind of hooked us up. And that was so awesome, okay? I felt like I have it made. And this place is not something really fancy. So it's kind of funny that, like... The hookup at this place was the best thing that's yes. ever happened to me. I get it. It's more cool than fancy, which is better. Yes. And I don't even know, I don't even know if you call this place cool, but whatever. So we got there and we wound up sitting there for like three hours, okay? Because we hadn't seen each other. There's five girls. It's like our only night out. And after three hours, a man in a chef's jacket came up to the table and was like, ladies, I'm so happy you are enjoying yourselves and having a nice time. There are only a certain amount of tables we have for five people. And um, would you mind moving your party maybe to the bar or the patio? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was mortified, okay? I felt so yeah. bad. I was the same. I was like, oh, my God. I'm not, I can never come back to this place again. I have fully overstepped, overstayed my welcome. We are now being asked, which I don't know if that's it's ever happened before, but, like, asked to leave the table. <laughs> I don't know that I can go back. But I think if he, if he did it kindly and you were like, oh, yes, of course, then I think you can go back there. Absolutely. I am still, I'm such a sensitive person though, that I'm like, yeah. oh my God, like I'm a rule <laughs> abider, you know, and I'm, I have broken the rule. I have totally overstayed my welcome. I can never show my face here again. Yeah. I will say, here's my takeaway from this. And okay. you, both of you guys can use this <laughs> because have you ever been at a restaurant where you can tell your table's almost ready, but they're taking too long? Yes. You yes. know, like it's, you know, let's just, for lack of a better term, let's call it the Bilson party. So sometimes you're waiting for the Bilsons. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start bringing a chef's jacket with me, <laughs> putting it on, and just walking over and saying, I'm so sorry if you could just, because I feel like, no, that's the move. It's just, I if don't you know got that a chef's you jacket. can do that, which is just, you know, goes to like what we're talking about here. I don't know that you can get away with that, but you could You're try. right. I would need somebody else in my party to do it. But I will say, the part of it that would stress me out, because I'm with you 100%, Rachel, even though... I don't feel like you did anything wrong. I would have the same anxiety of, oh, I should have sensed this before. The what? fact that the chef had to do it, that's the part I could never. They literally went to the top guy. They went and to said, you gotta the go. Godfather. You got to leave the kitchen. They did. And he came. And do you want to know how fast I shot up out of that booth, you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wasn't even done talking. And I was like, we're out of here. We're good. Thank you so much. Yeah. I've oh had a God. great time. And I appreciate everything. <laughs> it will never return. I will sometimes do the same thing where you get a pull at a table, you know, and I'll bring maybe my wife and her sister, who I love both of them. But we'll <laughs> sit down so. <laughs> and I will just watch them clock whether or not it's a table they like. And I will just say, stop it. Stop it. I know what you're doing. We're not. This is good. Everything about this is good. Yeah. No. There's no... Uh-uh. What makes a table that they like? Is it easier for them yeah. to look at their phones? <laughs> yeah. They like the. Uh, they like good phone light. The Ideally, phone light. if it's the three of us, they're looking for a two-top, and then I go to the bar. <laughs> not so they can talk, but so they can both silently look at their phone. <laughs> I always... I do wonder, though, with people like, you know... What makes it a bet? Yeah. Yeah. I'm also a people pleaser, you guys. So I'm totally the one that's like, thank you so much. <laughs> I will sit by the bathroom. Yeah. I think we're the same way. If we've overstepped or if we've, yeah. Any request that is made of the venue of us, I think we're pretty quick to oblige. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get back to the Jersey Shore real quick because you got all these people together. Do you play any collective games? We do. And what are your games? like? So Monopoly started last year and I was like, you guys, I can't, it was... It was like, you know how they have Monopoly to like specific places now? Yeah, yeah. So they got that. They thought that was super cool. And it's just never ends. It never ends. And people get their feelings hurt. It's too much. Yeah, it's like you guys. And it's also yeah. like now in my life when I have a mortgage, it's <laughs> it's a whole different game. Like you play it's Monopoly painful. and you're like, I can't pay the mortgage. I need yeah. to like – 
take out a second loan on like on Mediterranean. I should be able to pay for this. And I can't. And I just I'm sinking and I'm going under. I played one game of proper Monopoly recently and I was like, this game's awful. It's awful. also that feeling where it's like, I used to own a railroad. How did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Flying high. Oh, God, it's really depressing. You're making me look at my life. Yeah. <laughs> but no, well, you know, we've we've busted out Battle of the Sexes, which is funny because I don't know if you guys have ever played that game. No. That was kind of before when the kids were a little younger and they weren't really kind of in tune with it. Sleeping Queens. Do you oh, guys yeah. know Sleeping Queens? Sleeping That's Queens a great kid is game. a great game. We love that. Lots of card games. And always on the porch, there's like a proper porch around the house and they're playing speed and spit and learning all the things. And Oh, great. Yes, that is super fun. There's a puzzle. There's always a puzzle taking up the entire dining room table and it drives my aunt absolutely insane <laughs> because she's like, there's nowhere to eat. <laughs> yeah, but does the puzzle act as sort of a, a hub to people? Do you just find yourself sitting there chatting? Like, Yeah, there's definitely one. My cousin's husband is definitely the professional puzzler, so he's always mm-hmm. there. But then, you know, people will sit, come in and out as they just pass through the dining room. Sometimes you'll, you know, add a piece or two. You feel like you've accomplished so much. Who's the pro puzzler, did you say? My cousin's husband, my oldest cousin's husband. Do they use a spatula? Um, I'm sorry, what? I've talked to, I have a friend who's part of a puzzling group. And I know of some friends that are- Part of a puzzling group, by the way. Amazing. Okay. They get together. This is like- People whose like names you would know, they get together and they puzzle. So don't look okay. down your nose at puzzle. I am. Oh no, I yeah. am a. I love a puzzle. Yeah, I'm a same. huge puzzler. I just want to let the the group know I will continue to look down my nose, but <laughs> <laughs> proceed. But there are these like if you get a large spatula, it is a great way to pick up a whole piece of the puzzle. So you can move it in front of you and like it. I'm going to focus on this, and then you can transport it again. And I have bought. These, they're like, it's not the size of like a pizza peel, but it's no, just like. I'm it's thinking an, like, yeah, like they need to make specific puzzle spatulas that are. It's kind of out there. And I've okay. like on Amazon, I've got, I've given a couple to puzzling people and they're always like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Because they yeah. have pancake uh, spatulas. Because I'm always like, why is the spatula not big enough to be the size of a pancake to flip it? And it exists. I feel like that would fare well in the puzzling group as well. It, absolutely. Maybe that's what I'm buying, but I've n- only used it for puzzles, <laughs> never for pancakes. I would say the worst thing that could happen to me is if I went over to a house, saw one of those, and said, oh my God, are we making pizza? And they were like, no, it's oh. so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it's a puzzle so that's worse. so big, we got to move sections around. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good tip, though. I'm going to use it because I do Yeah, puzzle. or just buy one for your cousin's husband. Yeah, that's a really nice oh thing. God. I mean, everybody's always, they it. say the hardest person to shop for is your cousin's husband. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Josh is giving you the perfect gift. But he's also the guy you want. So we did our first escape room with the kids or with at least my daughter's first last year on our family trip. We definitely brought the Puzzle Pro because that mind and we escaped. Now, how was a nine-year-old in an escape room? I would think that might be the the lower like threshold of what could enjoy an escape room. Oh my God. She talks about doing one all the time. See, what's great. What what the problem is though, we started so high because we had the the Puzzler Pro. Yeah. And we had people that were very good at these kind of things. So it's totally screwed her expectations. So I don't know that we'll ever escape again if it's just me. Right, right, right. Basically is the issue. She loved it so much. She was so into it that it's all she wants to do. Mm. It's pretty sweet. They're fun. I like them. They are fun. Mind-boggling. All right. You've been wonderful. And now, if you don't mind... Yes. Josh is going to ask you some questions. This, by the way, you are exactly as good a podcast guest as I thought a podcast host would be. Just A+. (laughs) Start to finish. Thank you so much. <laughs> Whew, I'm still sweating. All right. Well, you got a little ways to go. I got some e- some easy oh, questions. This crap. is this okay. isn't too hard. You can only pick one. Is your ideal vacation relaxing, adventurous, or educational? Definitely not educational. Can that be my okay. answer? <laughs> <laughs> I like how quickly. No shame in just poo-pooing yeah. the idea no. of uh, education. <laughs> um, what is your favorite means of transportation? Train, plane, automobile, an RV. An RV. Great. Yeah. Great answer. Oh, all right. Yeah. How often do you do you ride roll around in an RV? Never. <laughs> <laughs> well. But it's what I want to do. Yeah, goals. Yeah. Goals. Put it yep. out there. If you could take a vacation with any family other than your own, fictional, they could be alive or dead, which family would you like to take a family vacation with? 
I mean, I want to go with Mormor and Cisco, obviously. <laughs> but great. not a bad choice. If I could go with Larry David, that would be my top tier. Oh, that's really good. Okay. So you really want to go on vacations with people who don't like vacations. <laughs> <laughs> I just need it. I need it in yeah. my life. If you had to be stranded on a desert island with one member of your family, who would it be? Oh, God. Who's going to keep us alive? That's really the question. I'm going to pick my kid because, like, I can't be away from my kid. And honestly, I think she could keep us alive better than myself. Yeah. And maybe it's really nice. Maybe you have everything that you need there and you're just going to exist. That's what, that's what I'm picturing. Like, we're yeah. just living off, you know, yeah. into the sunset together. Maybe it's not even such a survival thing. It's just like, hey, this is it's where we live now. Yeah. Yeah. And are you from Los Angeles proper? The Valley, to be specific. I grew okay. up in the Valley, yes, of Los Angeles. Can you be more specific or do you not choose, do you not want to be? Oh, yeah, like North Hollywood, Sherman Oaks. Okay. Would you recommend North Hollywood or Sherman Oaks as a vacation destination? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Thank for your speech. <laughs> All right. Very good. And Seth, last question. I'm so yes. excited to ask you, Rachel. Have you ever been to the Grand Canyon? Oh, my God. No. Uh-oh. I'm worried based on how you answered that I know the next half. Do you want to go? <laughs> this is what I want to do. I'm going to tell you guys. Not right. only do I want to go in my RV, yeah. I want to do the river rafting in it. In the RV? <laughs> yeah. It's a <laughs> whole new concept. <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> I very much want to go. Seth is really has been poo-pooing the Grand Canyon. I can tell by how you phrased the second part of your question that yeah. you are not interested. Yeah. Yeah, But I, uh, you know what? I appreciate that not only do you want to go, but you have a specific desire for things to do there. Oh, yeah. I don't want to just go look at it. Like I think people who their goal is to look at it are the ones who are suckers and, you know, wasting a trip. But I have a little bit of enthusiasm and optimism for your plan. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I hope yeah. you get it I've had it, it for a long time. We'll see if I get there. <laughs> well, Rachel, we cannot thank you enough for your time, your lovely stories. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun. Yeah, thank you. This was great. Awesome. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Safe travels. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. When Rachel Bilson turned six years old, had a star-studded birthday all the way up in Jackson Hole. Ernie Hudson and Louie Anderson both showed up. Richard Belzer provided some yucks. Her dad was shooting a movie as well as pics of her mom's butt. Now, every year she goes to the Jersey coast. Kids sleep in the attic with Victorian ghosts. My mom said a club sandwich would always do, but you need more food. With such a big group, so what do you do? You order a lineup of suits. A lineup of suits.